Hi, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, July 1st, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website with great bidding tools and perks. Amwager.com is available and legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many in the rest of the world. Check it out at amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this blog, the Key Races and Bets blog, by clicking on How to Bet and Elder Stars blog at amwager.com. If you're not there, look around, become a member. You'll be happy you did. We're going to start with the Marine Stakes, a great one of a bunch of stakes on the card at Woodbine on Saturday, July 1st. This is race 5, and this is a post of 3.26, 3.26 p.m. for the Marine Stakes. And the reason for choosing this race to start the key races and bets blog is the morning line for a horse named Simcoe, 6-1, to one, is ridiculously high. Turf King opens at 2-1, to one, and as far as those being near the horses, those horses being near odds near post time, the morning line is correct because he's trained by Chad Brown and finished third in the Jersey Derby in his last start. However... That last race for Turf King was on grass, and although he broke his maiden on all weather in February, that does not necessarily mean he has a 33% chance to win the race, as suggested by his 2-1 to odds, based on the competition of this field, and the fact none of his three races will be dominant here if repeated, noting also he earned his two wins by a neck and a head, respectively. The second morning line betting choice is Twin City at 3-1, to who has never been worse than second in six races, however... Those six races consist of two wins and four seconds, and the wins were by a nose and a neck. His only route win on all weather was also his maiden, and although he should run well and is likely to be in the exacta, he is not a standout here. Simcoe is no standout either, but he has the same probability to win as the other two, or slightly better, so at least they'll be around 3-1 to one fair odds, should be for all of them, and he's going to be double that, 100% overlay. Like Turf King and Twin City, Simcoe has won twice, but unlike the other two, both of Simcoe's wins came on all-weather routes, and the most recent was an allowance race, not a maiden race. That win was a very strong effort. Actually, the fastest race in the field is evidenced by a 98 equibase speed figure compared to 90 for Twin City in the 7 furlong King Corey Stakes in May and 93 for Turf King in his maiden win in February. I expect Simcoe to run even better in this race as he did four weeks ago, and that makes him the one to beat and to bet. So I'll make it pretty simple in this race. In race five, it would buy in the Marine Stakes on Saturday, July 1st at 326 Eastern. I'm betting Simcoe at five or two or more to win. If you want to, you can play exact boxes of Simcoe and Twin City and Simcoe and Turf King. Moving on to another great card, which is at Delaware Park. One of the stakes there is the Robert G. Dick Memorial Race 7 at Delaware on Saturday, July 1st. This is a post of 430 Eastern. Eight of the 11 entered can run well. It's unlikely there'll be a strong favorite. The morning line favorites at 4-1. to one. That makes this a really good betting race as long as we can find horses which are keys to profit based on their high probability to win or at the worst finish second or finish in the top three. There are three of those. Sopran Basile, Talbia, and Miss Yearwood. Sopran Basile won both a Group 3 stakes and then a very important Group 2 stakes with a $300,000 purse in Europe in 2021 as a three-year-old then picked up where she left off in April 22 as a four-year-old, winning at the same 11 furlong distance as this stakes race. She went winless in six straight after that, but four were fine efforts in finishing second 
in three and fourth in a blanket finish, beating two heads and a neck. She made her U.S. debut last fall in... She imported the U.S. last fall and made her U.S. debut in May in the Grade 3 Gallaret Stakes on Preakness Day and ran very well going from last to second, no match for the winner. The horse she beat for second by a neck came back to win and Sopran Basila could do the same and improve for the strong Graham Motion Barn, especially making her second start after seven months off. Miss Yearwood was the 9-5 to favorite when last seen also near the end of May, winning the Kirtana Stakes with a $200,000 purse over 11 other horses. She rallied very well from 11th of 12 early and into slow fractions, showed a lot of ability in the process while winning her second marathon in a row. Those are 12 furlongs. This is 11, so that's fine. Chris Landeros rides back, and the gal has no knocks at all and every right to win. Talbia finished fourth in the Kirtana behind Miss Yearwood, but might have been closer if not for significant traffic trouble from the top of the stretch until way too late. She looked full of run and was hopelessly blocked, and although she's only won one of five races since moving to the U.S., two of her 21 turf efforts in Europe were sensational, and if repeated, and without traffic trouble like last time out, she's impossible to ignore at odds of 15-1 to 1 morning line. There are horses with a shot which we can use in exact and trifecta tickets, and I wouldn't argue with anyone who wanted to bet them to win if they are high odds, maybe 10 to 1 or more, and those are Parnak, Lovely Princess, Frivole, Viareggio, and Deciding Vote. In the Robert G. Dick Memorial Stakes Race 7 Delaware Post 4.30 Eastern on Saturday, July 1st, I want to get the best reward for the risk, and I'm going to bet two of the three contenders, Talbia, Supram Basilei, and Miss Yearwood, two of the three at 7 and 2 or more. And as we're considering horses with bets on more than one horses, and some may be a double-digit odds, there might be a significant odds disparity as well between the horses we want to bet to win. This is a great race to take advantage of the mathematical edge provided by something called a dutching tool, which prorates wagers for the best value. There's a free dutching tool at Amwager.com where you can set how much you want to bet or how much you want to win, and all the math is done for you to help you get the best edge. And this is just one of many tools and perks available for racing fans at Amwager.com. We're going to play two exactas here. We're going to play the first, which is Talbia, Sopran, Basilea, and Miss Yearwood over Parnak, Lovely Princess, Talbia, Frivole, Sopran, Basilea, Miss Yearwood, Viareggio, and Deciding Vote. And then the opposite of that, which is going to be Parnak, Lovely Princess, Talbia, Frivole, Sopran, Basilea, Miss Yearwood, Viareggio, and Deciding Vote over Talbia, Sopran, Basile, and Miss Yearwood. If any two of the three main contenders, which are Talbia, Sopran, Basile, and Miss Yearwood, finish first and second, will win both exactas. And again, with a big field and some nice prices, these exactas are definitely worth the risk. Going to move back up to Woodbine for another big race on a stakes-laden card. This is the Highlander Stakes. Race 8 at Woodbine with a post of 5.03 Eastern. And this is uh, scheduled for the grass. My analysis race and the top contenders is going to be heavily weighted on the early pace scenario, which could be affected by scratches. But if not, I hope not, then it's highly probable Catamosto will use his rail position to get the lead from the start as he did one before last in April, falling six months off, and as he did last May in his first start when pressing the pace center in second. He shares ownership, DJ Stable and Mark Cassie, with Macedo, and Macedo is a closer. So... It is possible Catamosto is here to ensure an honest pace for a stablemate, but it also must be noted Patrick Husbands is named to ride both, and one may scratch. However, even if one of them does scratch, in addition to Catamosto, 
One-timer is an absolute need-to-lead type, having earned all six wins from nine races leading from start to finish. Stryker has led from the start in his last three, all since adding blinkers. Silent Poe, who won this race in 2021 after settling in third early stages, now an eight-year-old, although likely not as good as he was two years ago. And prior to that, he's also likely to be pressing the pace. With so many horses wanting to lead from the start or to press the pace, the race should be won by either Lucky Score or Macedo, who, as mentioned above, may or may not run because husband's name to both ride him and Catamosto. Lucky Store is absolutely the one to consider first, given he opens at 20 to 1, in spite of being the third of the trainees from the top Mark Cassie barn. Lucky Score was off from November of last year until June 4th and got in a fine prep, rallying 9th of 10 to second. He's going to improve a lot second off the layoff, noting he finished fifth in the in his 22, 2022 debut before winning second off the layoff. He won the Grade Three Vigil Stakes on the main track last summer, so he fits with these. And Sivachi got to know him when riding him for the first time last out in that runner-up effort, and rides him back. Lucky Score was also privately purchased after his third-place effort in the Grade Two Kennedy Road Stakes last November. And to start to earn back whatever his current connections paid for him, which is probably a pretty good amount of money. And he's already earned 300000 while being first or second of 8 of 14 races. Macedo imported North America in the summer of 2021 as a 2-year-old was highly regarded going to post a 2-1 to in the $400,000 juvenile turf sprint stakes at Kentucky Downs, where he was no threat and finished 5th. He returned last June and won easily on the Woodbine turf, then apparently had a setback and wasn't seen until June of this year, but again put in a visibly impressive effort, winning by three. Macedo was takes place as a two-year-old in Ireland and should have a big say in the outcome as well. In the Highlander Stakes, race nine at Woodbine, post 503 on Saturday, July 1st. I'm looking to bet both Lucky Score and Macedo at 3-1 to one more, and I think we'll get good odds on both. And this is also a race because of that, where a dutching tool like the one in Amwager, which is free and easy to use, helps us allocate our wagers based on the odds, and it will prove to be a big advantage. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. Don't forget, you can get the written version of the Key Races and Bets blog by going to Amwager.com, clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, look around. You'll be happy you did. I'll be betting there all weekend. Hopefully, we'll make a lot of money. We'll talk to you next week.